Amy becomes the lunch lady and hall monitor, friendship, and more of what Brian hates. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. I think I might have started a riot, which brings me to... It was not great. To- it was not great. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, and it's farther reaching than you know, honey. So, you know. Well, it's... it's have fun. Yeah. Have fun with your New York <laughs> state of mind. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you poked a nest with a dick. This kind of gets me to my very first topic. But first, I will ask you, hey, Aim, how are you? You know, uh, <laughs> we're going to go with... Hi, how are you? <laughs> All right. Um, I'm well. Gee, thanks for asking. I'm I'm doing acceptably well. I went out to dinner last night with uh, Stuart and I went out with another couple, Yay. which is something we don't we just really don't do in normal times. We don't do. And now that you can only eat outside, you need like the perfect weather. You need no spotted lantern flies. Do they have those in the South? I don't know what the hell that is. I'm moving. I'm moving tomorrow. Um, it's a crippling. It's a new bug that came out a couple that came to popularity a couple of That's, years ago. It sounds like a firefly has mated with a murder hornet. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Vibrate. So something that's lovely, a- perfect, fun, and the essence of summer and the best type of nostalgia is now going to fuck you in the anus. If they don't bite, but they fly and they <laughs> jump. <laughs> so I might have had breakfast also outdoors. <laughs> Yeah, I'm and not. I'm not. I don't want to eat anymore with you. I'm done. I'm gone. They're, Check. They're, they're they fly into your food. <laughs> they're just no. So Mm-mm. I did discover though that when I stepped on them, which they tell you to do, they tell you to step on them because they just reproduce in the craziest, craziest way. Um, after I stepped on like five of them on this astroturf where I was sitting at a former bank now restaurant, I don't want to talk about oh it. Oh my lord! Um, this whole thing. Bees swarmed and started eating <laughs> the spotted lantern flies. And okay, I thought, okay. I got to go. It's biblical, this dinner you I got. <laughs> it was. I got to go. But so, wait, at dinner last night with a couple that we absolutely adore, this friend said, I haven't seen my mom in seven months. Yeah. And, tear- and tears filled his eyes. He said, oh. I've never gone seven months without seeing my mom. You would you would have a parade if you got seven months with a. <laughs> I feel the tears. What did you and do I, when you were met I with this said, revelation? I, well, I looked at him like I was studying a case of a, a like <laughs> mystical creature. I'm like, is this the the hooved unicorn, half man? Like, what what is this creature? So I'm like, carry on. Tell me more about this really interesting situation. He said, so I drove there. It's about ninety minutes away. And I, I drove to see her and we sat super far apart yeah. and we talked and we and he's like crying and she said, I need to hug you. And, and you know, conversation eventually went on and I'm like, hey, hey, Joel, 
can you tell me more about that that, situ- <laughs> that situation on your mom's driveway? Can, tell me more about that. Like, then what? Like, it's, what is what's that called? Is that what I've heard is like a fa- family? Is that what they like, are? I felt like I, I don't understand. Like I was watching a Netflix series and I, and it all of a sudden skipped <laughs> it's like a to the next show. Yes. <laughs> like it skipped to the next show and I'm like, "No, no, no, go back." And I had the opportunity to ask for more. Oh, Lord. Do tell me more. Please tell me more. I need to know. And I he was he's a case study for me. I feel like I need to call him again today to to talk about those feelings and but the best part was seeing his sweet face Aww. when he said as his eyes filled with this liquid, which <laughs> with which I am unfamiliar, and I thought, "Wait, your mom, though, right? This the is, subject and, under and your, study today." Was your dad there too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was there too. I'm like, and they weren't yelling at each other. <laughs> Tell me about that. Oh. Were they listening to CNN louder than they listening to you, and then yelling at each other about it? No. All right, then I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I took out. From my fanny pack, I took out, which I really brought into popularity when I went to Atlanta with you. Yes, I, I actually located it yesterday. It's here in the office. I was cleaning the office. Located about six bags. And the best part, as I further interrupt you, is all yes. of these bags. There's always, first of all, whenever, friends, listener, whenever you get together with Melissa, there's a commemorative gift. So, And then if it's a really good visit, you get the follow-up prize. So the commemorative gift starts the event, and it's usually uh, monogrammed, and it has like the theme of the event, and all the things are on it. So I have all of these. I have my Toronto shirt. I have my bags. I have tons and tons of totes and bags and little, little kit bags and keeper bags. And then after discovering it, randomly yesterday in the afternoon I discover them all the time because they're everywhere coffee cups uh monogram thongs that was you know a spin-off a spin-off of <laughs> one, one of your admirers me. yeah did that right. okay so but now we've all picked up on it I after you know my day so I get in the bed I have the technology I'm drifting off and don't you know it that somewhere in the ether they thought here's something that you would like and they sent me the perfect monogrammed bag to buy for you and I'm no. so cheap that I didn't buy it but I might still it's super fun and great a little Just kit send a, picture a little of it. kit bag it's so good I have to get it I'd super have to get it it's the kind send of thing where if I it. wasn't so blind I would have been able to get it last night but typically when I try <laughs> to touch things with my fingers I end up somehow in a cult Ordering. in a cult in Beirut like it's the wrong it's like how did I I was just trying to get a t-shirt like it just never can, comes together the way I want aging vision is not great but Oy. aging vision right before bed is the worst and I don't know if you remember low four years ago when you had a normal size cell phone but now the cell phones are like a dinner plate size so Doesn't matter. right and they're still tinier than the magnastic sized iPad that I've gotten in the habit of using with the pencil. So now I don't even use my fingers anymore. So when I've got this phone fumbling in the middle of the night and I'm trying to hold it like, you know, I'm some kind of <laughs> wait a minute, was this last night? You're a giant I, and you're holding this thimble. No, I was totally sober last night. So I'm yeah, I'm holding it and I'm like trying to figure it out and it's too dark and it keeps falling on my face. Do you do that where you're laying on your back, you hold it in front of drop your head? Drop it on your face. And you drop it on your Fuck face. Yeah. yeah, and then your nose touches something and now you're back in the Colton Beirut. So it's going on this whole well, first time. First I check my teeth to make it's sure so I didn't bad. chip anything. It's super so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. I can't type <laughs> shit. And then my autocorrect puts in like gobbledygook. I think my kids have jacked 
with my autocorrect because when I spell something wrong, it'll put in like a four word phrase, not in English, none of it, like all consonants. What? Yes. I'm sure they've fucked with it. I'm sure they've That's fucked hilarious. with it. That's hilarious. It's kind of not. <laughs> It's because you're typing like emergency text to somebody that's going, you know, instead of typing in help, I'm dying. And then I have to backspace, backspace, and then woo, woo. It's just my life is not very good. Let's get back to you and your tearful friend. Oh, I was just thumb. I was just going through my fanny pack to look for a uh, post-it to like write down notes <sighs> to hear more about this because pack. it seemed, it seemed like something that I, I needed to look into. Look. I know you commented on on the trinkets and, and bags, and my favorite really still is that New Year's fleece. I was just going to say I have it. Of course I have. I have two. You lucked out. It's You did because you both came. Hey, thanks. So um, thanks for both showing up <laughs> and getting two. <to. laughs> I wear I wear Stewart's double X every once in a while when mine is no longer around. I'm not gonna lie to you. There are emergency dog coats. If it's too chill to take the puppers outside, <laughs> that's the one you grab and you're like, oop, it's toasty. Pop it on. Let's go. I I still that's still my favorite one of all of them. Um, but I wish that we had unlimited money because don't you though? I <laughs> but for this purpose, oh. not not just so that we could buy that ridiculous house <laughs> my husband found at the beach that he wants. Yeah, that was pretty. So that, that was a pretty good one. I'll say. I'll add that. Yeah. There's one in North Carolina that a friend of mine just posted. She as um, I have many friends who are realtors, but this one has decided to become a realtor. She wasn't. She wasn't born into it. She just posted. She wasn't bred to right. be a realtor, and so she's super gung ho and excited about being a realtor. She okay. found and she loves to post these new houses, and it's kind of. It's kind of. We're gonna go with charming. It's charming. So this is a sixteen point <laughs> nine million dollar house. It's on a it's on a quarter of an acre waterfront at the beach in North Carolina. It's three stories. It's perfectly modern. It includes a lap pool that faces the ocean. It's a stunner. It's a stunner. And I'm like, thanks. That's really fun. I'm not really so in the market for a $17 million home. But she only needs to sell that house and then she's good, right? <laughs> I would Isn't that hope. the only house she I would needs hope. to sell? Yeah, one would think. One would think. Who has that kind of money? You know what? I when the house it was only built recently. I don't remember. It could have started production in 2016. Every time I see the number 2016, it, it sort of burns into my retina. But some recently <laughs> enough, it, it was constructed. PTSD. So it occurs to me that it was constructed for a purpose. No one would construct a house of such luxury and immediately put it on the market if that wasn't their intent all along. Unless something or something went wrong. Yeah, both. So what what I also know is back in the day. Mr. Cruz uh, favored that Ugh. stretch of beach here in our fair environment. No, thank you. He would he would come here with all of his people and and buy up you know all of the coast so that he could run up and down and Scientologize or whatever the fuck he did. So we had one or two people. I think that was back in the Ms. Kidman days. They would come here. Ms. Kidman. They would come here and do that. And then well, Andy McDowell is her name. That actress from oh, from I know Once her. It Was. Yep. She is uh, an Asheville lady, so she's out in the mountains, and she has lots of property out there. And there's a couple of Gettys that live down. I mean, there's some people. There's some people with money, and there's our postmaster general who lives down the street from us, who is Ugh. busy fleecing America. He could afford that home. So let's say sex lies and videotape earned her enough money to buy a seventeen million dollar. Are you home? kidding me? Nicole Kidman was in Sex Lies and Videotape. No, Andy McDowell, I think was. Oh well, I never. I don't even think I could get through it. And then when I finally did sit down to watch it, I was like, they didn't show anything. 
Right. It was more psychological than it was thrilling. Oh, yeah. No, that one didn't have a big. If it had a big imprint on me, it was fleeting. I don't think it did earn her enough. I know that when she did Tarzan, this was my favorite. Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle with, I think Highlander was the Tarzan in that one. Uh, the actor who played Highlander, the tall guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I've never seen the movie. Uh, well, it's hilarious because whichever Tarzan she was in, um, they opted to <laughs> to voice over her acting. So she what, what? she was the live actress, and it's is that true? Yeah, it's Glenn Close's voice. It's un- oh my it's god, un-fucking, that's hilarious! It's fucking mistakeable, and it's well known. I mean, it's one thing if you don't sing and you're required to sing, and they they don't even they used to hide it because they would give you a sing along, or I'm not even sure what it's called, but they would have someone in the studio record it like a sound alike voice or the way they wanted it to sound, and then you would sing karaoke style with them, and they just blend your two voices, or they'd pull you they'd, out, yeah, or or ultimately the blend is, and you're in there point oh oh one percent. So I like mean, the High reality, School Musical, yeah, 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 yeah. Zac Efron didn't do any of his own singing. Well, but sometimes they'll many times now. They'll blend them in so at least you get the flavor and the tenor. It's kind of like a stunt person. You do the beginning of the stunt and the stunt person finishes it. I mean, it's a blend, right? You jump and then they'll fly through the air. Something. I mean, we need to have Lisa as a guest interview. But in any event, uh, yeah, she did the acting and evidently they overdubbed her voice. You can, it's unmistakable. Now I have to find it. It's super bad. But anyway, yeah, isn't she... Isn't she the Downton person now? Isn't that her? Or am I confusing? Who's the Downton no. mama? In Downton, Downton Abbey? Abbey, the American Michelle mother. Michelle Dockery? Oh, no, the American mother. Um, That's not Annie McDowell. That's the other no, one I'm it's, thinking um, of. It's, but they're similar. They're, they're like each other, though. Mm-hmm. They're probably friends. I bet they. Oh, because they have that dark curly hair. They, and the, I bet they cry when they go to their mother's driveway. I bet they do. I'll bet they do, too. I bet they do. Um, and then I thought maybe it's because I'm a New Yorker. And I've got ice in my veins that, uh-oh, it's getting ugly. Dear listener. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, know, I, you feel free to continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's hear, I know this let's drops on got. Thursday. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I know this drops on Thursday. <sighs> oh, it's going to drop. But I have to, <laughs> but I have to tell you, there has been a rivalry, less so because. You're not in it because you're not in it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I choose. Uh, uh, excuse me. I had something in my throat. There was a face-off in the corner, and it wasn't mine. Um, the Islanders and the Flyers faced off to in a seven-game series. Oh my god! I feel like a sports announcer. That came really to Game Seven of even, everybody holding even, their breath. Did you even watch it? Were you even? You weren't even. I watched even parts of a couple. It. That's the reason that I personally take issue with you and give you a side eye. That's the. Well, that's I watched the, the whole game last that's night. Be- oh, of course you did. The final game. Of course you did. <laughs> well, because hey, because fair weather. Welcome. We did. Re- all right. First of all, I can't call New Yorkers fair weather. Yes, I can if because you show up to the series. Yes, I can. I well, don't care about this. I don't. I don't. You do because you're wearing the t-shirt. I'm, you're drinking I'm from the bottle. I'm wearing my Flyers you're... t-shirt. I'm drinking from my Philadelphia coffee <clears> mug. <throat> I'm giving you plenty of vitriol on the social media. And I've had to listen to my husband, his brother, and our friend already getting the face about you. Simply for sporting your I was born and raised here. This is my team. I have their shirt post. No. So That was the beginning, middle, and end of it. What you don't know is our side where... I grew up going to Islanders games because my father got t- season tickets every year. I have two older brothers, one of whom I don't acknowledge, so it doesn't matter. And the other one would rather be at, at in the arcade 
than sitting in his seat. And I was my father's favorite son. (laughs) I was his favorite human to take to the games because I would stand on my folding chair. I mean, that's risking death right there because you know those seats that you have to pull down to sit on? Yes, I do. And I know the the hockey pucks that come flying at your head and kill and cripple and maim you all at once. Yeah. And that's... Super well, my brother was at the arcade, one landed in his seat. So I was like, Oh, it's better that he wasn't there, isn't it? Or else he'd have no nuts. I mean, that's that's well, that could have gone two ways. All right, back to the top, right? So I would stand on my folding chair and scream like like a crazy person. I loved those games. And at the end, my dad would say, You know, the Islanders, it was like a blowout. And it, this was 81, 80, 81, 82, 83. Like we won Stanley Cup after Stanley Cup. So I definitely was in it when it super counted and then maybe petered when I discovered boys. But anyway, um, getting to go there and my father would say at the end, oh, it's about to get ugly. And I'm, I'm like, Dad, ugly. What about the plexiglass in front of us that has blood <laughs> smear all over it? And I think that's an incisor he means, right there. Yeah, he means the plexi is going to break. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I fucking loved it. I'm like, why? Are, and I would yell, fight. Like, I was the son he always wanted. And it was so great. And then, you know, we had some, I don't know, 27 rough years. We call years those and... lean years. <laughs> but when I graduated, before I graduated high school, all of my Islanders, uh, Billy Smith, Mike Bossy, Bobby Nystrom, they, they all had other careers because time passed and they all so I for my prom I think I told this story here before but for my prom I called I called triple a limousine on Long Island to see if I could get Bobby Nystrom to drive me to the prom oh no (laughs) and they're like yo I gotta tell you kid he doesn't work here he owns it thank you (laughs) I really wanted him to take me to the prom it was really like it was the ultimate Long Aww, Islander fan you. thing to do. I love so you. they kind of laughed at me, and it, which is better than Stuart, whose father said to him, "I'll take you in the caddy." Oh, Lincoln, I'll take you in the Lincoln. You don't need a limo. Uh, but uh, that sounds that is great. Not a, that sounds great. Uh, that's not a good impression. So, uh, quick aside, um, where where do they? Whose team do they support? They they don't do hockey at all. They're just basketballers. Is this correct? My husband's family. Yes. I mean, they're from New York. They're big. They're old time New York. They are New Yorkers, uh, but my husband is a chameleon. And if he, when he moved to Syracuse, that's a gentle way to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he moved, we have we have another word for that. But okay, so chameleon. So he moved. So so yes, yes. So he's a team. He adapts to whatever. He's a team switcher. You call this adapting? Oh, this is charming. (laughs) This is so charming. Yeah, you wanted listen to feedback. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got mad. I get mad when my players go to other teams. Thank you. Like, thank I, you. Thank I you. Thank you. Yeah. But but I understand it now as a grown up that that's where the money is and that's who's paying you. And we didn't want we management didn't want you anymore. We're not and, uh, in it for the money. We're not in it for the wins. Don't you know my right, team? You- <laughs> <laughs> hey, do tell me about all of your Delaware teams, Amy. Please tell me how I have Delaware already teams are doing. started this by telling you we're too smart to have a franchise. <laughs> We're too smart to make money. We're the diamond state. We got the Blue Rocks, and that's it. (laughs) The Blue Rocks double-A baseball team, and that's it. 
I did watch the Blue Rocks for a that's while right, when I lived that's in right. Wilmington. Steps away yeah. from where Vice President Biden gave his his uh, national convention. That's the Blue Rock Stadium. What's up? No, the I am I have an interest in the Flyers because my parents were Flyers fans. Would watch you know hockey. It's what it's what you have. That's in Delaware. We're I'm not. Here's a hot tip for you. You'd Philly Station. It's not that big. It's not that it's not that big of a place. So that's so we have adopted, co-opted. That's that's what we do, right? And we're fucking loyal. Here's that. Okay. <laughs> so when I was a little girl, I would watch this and I remember vividly when they won and they won the Stanley Cup and I ran around the neighborhood because my parents let me stay up to watch it. I was very young and I was so hopped up in the middle of the night. I just burst out of the house and ran laps around the neighborhood and came back in. Woo! We're all cheering. It's crazy. You know, fast forward to I have this crazy dope that is so up in the flyers. He made me wait. It was like the movie Diner. He made me wait two fucking years to get an engagement ring because he spent all the money for the engagement ring on fucking season tickets to the fucking flyers. Thank you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And I, I should add, he didn't have enough money for season tickets for fucking two people. It was just for one. So, yeah. So I had to fucking wait. Well, this tool-ass dope is going to the fucking plans for the fucking stuff. Yeah. And I, I stuck by so his So he bought a side. solo ticket? Yeah, because he's a dick. So I stuck <laughs> by him. I stuck by his side because I'm very stupid. And so it's been a long time, long time coming. Long time coming. And he is definitely one of the fans who will sit there in the stands until you lose and after you lose. He's not going to get up when it's super clear that you're going to lose and leave so that you can beat the rush of the cars getting out. We're going to sit there and right. take all of the lumps until the very fucking end, right? He's not He's not a very um, uh, sportsmanlike competitor is how I like to say it. He would disagree with this, but... He's definitely, if you're competing with, I mean, he loves that show, um, Last Chance You, which is oh, which yeah. is brutal. But that's his whole point. He's like, you play to win. If you're going to win, you fucking win. And when you're winning, you win some more. And you win, 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 win. I mean, at a certain point, come on. I mean, Brian, I'm talking about my husband, Brian. He has a lot of class. So I'm, there's, a, there's a point where it stops. He's reasonable. There's some people who aren't even reasonable, but he definitely has the, Hey man, it's a, it's a game with a scoreboard. Run it the fuck up. <laughs> Which You know, anyway, so he's very into all this stuff. So every night, every night. And then we had to get to this point in the series. It has been, it has been white knuckle it, you know, skinnier fucking teeth. Oh my God. All the way down to they're out. Oh wait, they're out again and then oh wait they're out again until a double fucking overtime with a guy who had cancer seven months ago is skating on the fucking ice we got a cinderella fucking story islanders who the fuck are you (laughs) stupid water loving dick (laughs) gorton's fisherman come on bring it on we can take it all and you That's Ginger's new favorite uh, phrase. Did you see that? Uh, I did see it. I saw it. I saw it. Dear listener, oh, bring hell. that into your day. Oh, hell. Oh, hell. <laughs> and with that, I could I could care fucking less. I mean, I, I truly could. This is really more in solidarity to my dipshit husband who made me wait and put them first in our lives always. So I understand. He's upstairs watching air quotes sports right now. So I do think, yeah, when you say sports, I'm not even going to get into the fact that he's watching cars race around in an oval. He, like, I can't with that being <clears> a well, sport. Well, they're, they're, they're not. Just to be crystal clear, 
the only ones who race in any kind of an oval like that is NASCAR. He doesn't. He only watches that when it's like he would watch. Honestly, sometimes he watches uh, Tarzan over that. No, like like <laughs> Pee Wee Lacrosse, like anything that's televised that sports, he'll watch it. So it's sort of like he's scratching, standing in the corner. Okay, I'll watch some NASCAR. When it, the Formula One stuff, each one of the tracks is unique. It's difficult. It is. Every kind of turn you can imagine, every kind of elevation you can, it's, it's not at all that. It's honestly, you would die if you tried to drive it at, oh, no at 50 miles an hour. So it's a high skill, high risk, whatever. I would in- invite you to watch Ford v. Ferrari. That's a that's a good one to get your head into. And that's basically my husband. Is the if he he would have been a hockey player if his knees you know weren't broken and he just could do it he would have been a race car driver he absolutely would have been a race car driver he's too fucking big he's six two he can't physically fit in the Formula One car we've we've paid we've tried to go he can't fucking fit in it so this is his passion he would do it he loves it he loves it he loves it loves everything about it it is and it's super fun we've gone to the racetracks and it's the being in the pit being that close to everybody. It's a whole nother world. It's honestly a strange, it's a, it's such a strange world because it's simultaneously very storied, very elitist and incredibly welcoming and accessible to everyone at every economic level. It's the strangest combination of things. It's truly remarkable. So he's upstairs watching that now, probably trying to get over the defeat of last night. So that's, that's sports. Like, did you have to? No, it's we, I, I. Don't like to say it out loud. The truth is, going into it, I think you can't you can't really say it because of the superstition. But I kind of think he knew going into the game that there was there was little to zero shot. And then in the first period, sort of knew this is gonna be it's gonna be a long one. So it's and that's it. You just sit there, you watch it, you're quiet. You know, there's that's for me that's the sportsmanship piece. When I win, I win. And I know how to celebrate my win without being a tool and a dick. And that's the problem that I have with people who either have never lost or don't know how to lose. Because when you lose and you lose big, you know exactly how it feels to have somebody right. else, you know, uh, pointing right in your face. So it's it's the flip side. So I, I tend to remember how it feels to lose even when I win kind of thing. So I try not to get too into it. Um, there are two teams on in New York. There are the Rangers and the Islanders, right? So, not a Rangers fan. I know a lot of people who are because oh, again, that. thank God for that. My pool of people, they're New Yorkers. We're New Yorkers. I had a moment this week where I, my daughter, was super grateful that I was not with her because the New Yorker and me, my my, what are they called? Hackles. I, hackles. I almost, with an a. Yeah, hackles. Yeah. Hackles. I thought uh, you said so, I thought you said heckles. Heckles is when I mock somebody because I'm like right. <laughs> no, hackles went up. Ha- your hackles went up is is like I'm a fucking hack. Um, just to remember Stewart it. Took, yeah, Stewart took Mallory to get her permit this week, last week. Yeah, she's a driver too. Um, so standing online outside DMV because you have to do that because you can't congregate anywhere there's a six foot next person six foot so there how, were... how do they do that here we have to have an appointment weeks in advance they're incredibly difficult to get they only do them in 10 minute increments they don't let you in can you just line up and go like usual line up oh yep, line no, they're up, making us they're making us all around... a, they're making us all appointment well that's smarter because this goes all the way around the parking lot it goes around for like a week yeah so... but you have to wait for like three weeks to get your appointment. <laughs> So, oh, okay. So that works out better you than can't, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. 
So they're waiting in line and I get a text because I'm waiting to hear, is, did she get it? Did she pass? Did she, did she, okay, 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 totally nervous. I have two different, totally polar opposite kids. One couldn't wait to get his permit. Give me a car. Get in the fuck out of here. The other one, um, I don't need to do it really. You can drive me. I don't know if I want to drive. I'm going to hurt someone. I'm like, okay, well, that's a very bad attitude to have getting behind the wheel of a car. Or the perfect attitude. The perfect attitude because then you won't race to it. Yeah. So I get a text that says, there's a mother and son behind us. It's his birthday today. He's here to get his permit as well. And he won't put on his mask. And his mother said, put on your mask. And he said, no, I'm outside. I don't have to put on my mask. And I texted Mallory, you are so fucking lucky that I am not there with you right now because I would have verbally torn him a new ass. Besides the fact that your mother fucking told you to do something, you're in public. She brought you here to get you this taste of freedom in your permit license. You are a disrespectful fuck to everybody. I would have lost my shit on this boy. And she wrote back, yeah, I'm glad you're not here. (laughs) It was really bad. And I really blame that on the New Yorker in me that is oftentimes looking for a fight. Well, you say that a lot. And I don't ever see it in this way. I know that the kettle is fucking boiling. I can see you boil. But then you also, this is why you're not really... I've I've been around some advertising New Yorkers, right? And they're fucking crazy. They're they're throw the chair out of the window, break the window, you know, run screaming, punch the wall, punch the drywall instead of punching you in the face. Because I know if I punch the drywall, I don't go to jail. Like it's that right. kind of that right. kind of horseshit nonsense. I'm like, can you get a grip on yourself? So anyway, when I see you, it's the eyeballs. They start. <laughs> yes. It's the eyeballs and then the mouth starts, meaning the the, the contorts into this kind of thing that looks the like exhale, that looks like super loud if exhale. I if I open my two lips, the words that are gonna come out would be worse than my fist in your nuts. That's what the look on your face says, and usually people scatter when they see it. So you have this sort of um it's like a prelude. Prelude to the end. You you give them warning. It's fair warning. It's not like a bomb that just goes off. You have a fuse and it's lit. And so you looking at people and and they sort of get the idea that I need to stop what the fuck I'm doing. Take eight and put on my eighteen mask. steps back and maybe apologize to other strangers. Like it's the kind of thing where it's like <laughs> I'm done. Back it up. Hurry up. Whoa. Shit. You know. Diffuse. Diffuse. Unplug. Whatever it is. So I've not seen you actually. Explode. I've not seen you actually. Pull down your mask, take out your white teeth, and bite the jugular <laughs> of a teenage boy standing next to you in line. At the that I don't know. Yeah. I know it could happen, but I've never seen it happen. When you reach into your closet and you go to pull out a hanger. Are you in there? Will you bite my hand? <laughs> when you go to pull out a hanger and your arm is high up and you're trying to reach it and pull it up and over and you can't get it and it's stuck on another one, what is your natural response? Well, it's twofold because I'm shorter than you. So I don't even understand this question coming from you. Okay. Uh, The first is I have a series of hacks where I use another hanger to get the hanger that's over my head. Uh, Typically, uh, you know, that's I've got a a number of ways where I get things on a high shelf. But the easiest and simplest is to call any of the three soon to be four people in my house who are all taller than me and say, retrieve. And they do. And I'm done. Why? 
Yeah. So when I go to take it off and it's caught on something and it's hooked, I can't just lift. I'm taller, right? So I can lift. I, I get so angry when those hangers are hooked together. I will yank at it and pull at it until I've probably destroyed a dress, a shirt, a top, something in there that the hanger metal part goes to. Metal? What are you talking yeah. about? What kind of hangers do you have in your house? The, the piece that goes over the hook is metal. Okay. What's the, re- wooden. What's the rest? Wooden hangers. Right. They don't hook on other things usually. They're, they're. Uh, I'm yanking, I'm pulling, and I, I start to sweat. I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill someone. And then a sweet, innocent face comes in and says, will you take me to DMV to get my permit? <laughs> I'm like, ask your father. I will come out with this hanger. No more hooked hangers <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe I should have forced family fun and watch Mommy Dearest. Yeah, that's a good one. Finally, <laughs> a good one. Do you think I'm kidding? That is the perfect. I do think you're kidding. Why? That is the perfect one to watch. Watch it today. They will j- riotously laugh and love it. The whole time they'll be going, that's you. Look, <laughs> look. We wish we lived there. They got presents. The whole thing. They're, it's that's perfect. You. Yes. Ouch. The, yeah, they'll find some way. The kids love these things. It's like James and the Giant Peach. They love stories of, you know, pestilence and strife because they feel like the whole world is crushing down upon them. It's actually a developmental phase in, in uh, uh, for kids when they're when they're going through they sort of love the series of unfortunate events all of yeah. those ridiculous you know rah, all of that literature is written for a purpose with the reason because that's what they're going through and they they need it they love it it's their outlet it is i love it well maybe i should go back and watch some of those things to be my outlet so i don't find that boy from the dmv <laughs> and staple a mask to his face you disrespectful to the entire community not to mention your mother you shithead well the hard part there and i speak from experience is you never know the whole story there's this that's what's so frustrating everybody's family dynamic is so multi-layered that things that seem obvious and right and universal never are. And this kid, that could be the straw that went too far in either direction that the mom, if she did take it on, 15 people and the paramedics would be brawling in the street or it would go to a tailspin that lasts for months or he would fail the test or come back with a gun and shoot. I mean, it's like, who kn- I'm making ridiculous things. None right, of these things. Right, are, right. Who knows you know, their situation? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that's what's, what I always go to because I do so many bad, obviously bad parenting things, but they're, they're advisable given the situation. It's like, you, I think maybe the phrase I'm searching for is pick your battles, right? There are some things that are in some houses easy, to, to say no and put your foot down. And then in other houses, the putting your foot down is burning the house down. It's just there's, there's everybody needs it. And I've only, I know this because I have three kids and that means that I have been blessed. 37 different personalities. With two <laughs> male testosterone laden teenagers going through a pandemic and soon to be a third one in January. So I, I get, that's a lot of testosterone in this house during a crazy so I've had you know high school middle school testosterone college testosterone world burning to the ground all at one time and the reality is I saying all of that all three of them are strangers 
to us genetically. They they could be completely th- come from three totally different gene pools. I don't even know where they came from. They there's no through line, and I birthed them all from the same dude. It just doesn't make any sense. So each one of them needs a completely different set of parents. It's fucking exhausting. So when you it's said so when you said that thing is. about that tool and the kid who deserved everything that you were dishing out to him and way more. I also somewhere in there was thinking, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Because it's just, even with this whole distance learning thing too, some kids in my house, some kids thrive with it. Other kids, you don't even, you can't even understand how hard and fast and obviously and ridiculously they fail. And it's not for, you're, you're telling them all the same thing. You right. have all the same expectations. You have all the same consequences. And sometimes normal consequences lead to very abnormal responses. So it's like, brah. Yeah. I mean, we could do an entire parenting um, episode, if not podcast on its own. But what has to be hard for you is the fact that you've become the lunch lady, the hall monitor, and the RA for a new inhabitant of your home who's used to freedom. What is that like? Well, he is a charmer, and he is... uh, that we know doing so great no i i mean he's oh oh you're being sweet thank you <laughs> that you're being sarcastic oh no, we know that. that's very he's sweet good boy. no i mean honestly it was really hard and really sad and just the super quick recap he had half of his classes in college in person so after two weeks they decided we're gonna go all online so he had two weeks of in person then he had a week of all online at campus. Then he had a week of pack your shit and get out. So he's had a four week college experience. And in the beginning, it involved set up your studio. So think of a teacher setting up a classroom, set up your studio. This is the desk and the studio that you personally will have at our university for four years. That's how his program works. It's not you're in a communal space, you're in the library, and this is your this is your favorite bookshelf. No, this is your particular table with all of your shit that you leave here overnight. It's yours. This is yours the key to for your office. four Here's years. It, it's yeah. a shared space, but this is your space in the shared space that's always open that, you know, so he had the opportunity to set it up the way he liked and oh, then honey. to, and then to remove everything, pack it, pack up. it up. And the hardest part for him, besides that head fuck, the hardest part for him is he is upstairs right now making 27 models he on friday his studio class on zoom he was told okay so these are all the concepts that we're studying architecture these are all the concepts so when we meet again on tuesday i want you to have a a three by three model for each one of these concepts and there's 27 so he builds 27 models between friday class and tuesday class in the air quotes studio known as his bedroom upstairs that includes None of the shit that the big, fancy, high-dollar, nationally recognized university makerspace with 3D printer and the miter saw and all of the fabrication materials and all of the best papers from their paper mill that they have on campus, including, including the professors who randomly walk around and go, what you working on, bud? Oh, I see. Did you try it this way? I think maybe oh, that's wow. not going to work. Instead of spending 16 hours building this three by three model to learn it doesn't work, maybe I can save you 14 hours and say, take this piece off. He misses that. And when he presents the shit, you're presenting a 3D model by twisting it in front of a computer screen instead of standing there and holding it for somebody. So this is a case where 
His English, you know, whatever his stupid literature class is, you read the shit, you show up, you talk about it, you write a paper. I mean, yeah, you can do that on Zoom. You really can. You really can. Yeah, but it's that guidance. It's that walking by. It's that experiential. It's the same reason that you're... One of your sons, I won't say which one, is is disengaged from and is not thriving in this this experience. I mean, they're especially because of Rocco's program. It's a very hands on. It's a very experiential, and it seems like your other kid is a is a learner. Well, that and way. he was getting he was getting a super lot of juice from. He was in an arts dorm, so he was interacting with textile kids and graphic, you know, animation kids and all these other and people who were, you know, computer computer science kids that only wanted yeah, that only wanted to be in the arts dorm because they liked arts. So I mean it was just like ping, 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 zing, 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 zing all the time. We'll get him back there. So that's that's truly what he misses. That's truly what he misses. But in terms of him being home, honestly, he he snapped into it so much faster. I, I can't even Wow. He, no, it's 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 weird. I have to remind him of his freedom. He keeps even yesterday he he asked me if he could do something on Wednesday. And I I mean, he asked me what I need is for you to tell me if you're home for dinner. I, I have told and him. And if I see you, I can I ask have you told to pick him, something up. I have, I have, he is, every time he has gone out, he has asked me, can I do this? Can I go here? Can I, can I whatever? I think it's a COVID question, not as much a permission question. Because I'm bringing into our house whatever I touch out of our house. It is, but I, as I continue to repeat to him, you didn't have to ask me for this two weeks ago. So if you didn't have to ask me for permission, you don't have to ask me for permission now. Here's here's what I expect of you. I would like you to keep your freshly scoured room relatively clean. And relatively clean is about 80 million levels higher than it normally is. Like I got it pristinely clean after he left. Yeah. Threw out a bunch of shit. It's Jeez. and it's it put a lot of shit in storage, you know, your childhood things that you were just collecting dust, they're gone. So now he has room in there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Streamlined. It's it, yeah. I'm like you I want you to have all your bags unpacked by Monday and I want everything pristinely, you know, clean, keep it that way. And we don't want you driving your car after midnight, period, for any reason. Cause and he I said that's the only difference because at school you weren't using your car, which takes gas, which takes money, which you don't have unless it comes from us. And when you were at school, you could go anywhere at any hour because you had transportation and you were on campus, which in air quotes was safe. It's, right. it's you know, whatever. So, yeah, if you want to go do something, do something. If I have something that I'd like you to do, I will ask you and make arrangements in advance. You don't magically have to be here. It wouldn't hurt for you to say, I'm headed out. Do you need anything? I mean, that's that's all I've ever wanted to hear from my kids. He's he's really, he's he'll find his way. His, he'll find it. I mean, when he moved home, I even, when we were moving him home, driving him home, our first stop was to the Mecca supermarket of all me, uh, supermarkets. One, because why wouldn't we? But also because I said to him, how would you like to handle food in the house? Would you like to have your own food? Would you like to treat this like a dining hall where you you have whatever you have and we put it to the side and you cook your own? What do you want to do? Or do you want it to just be like normal or something in the middle? Like, how did you want this to go? And he looked at me like, what? I mean, he sort of was like, I'm home. I'm back in high school. That's sort of with harder classes. And I don't want him to think that way or feel that way. So he'll get there. He'll get there. Well, that's tough. Yeah. And I mean, the next door neighbor kid, 
is in the exact same boat from the exact same is he college. The one with the, is he the one with the uh, garden yeah. who left for college? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking about having him make me uh, a studio table, so I don't know if I buy one, but we'll see. So, uh, you know, we've got, we've got a lot of kids who are in the same boat. And there's another girl from the neighborhood who um, actually got a scholarship two years ago, which is super exciting, to be on the swim team. And she's still on campus. She's still on campus. Oh, wow. Because athletics uh, are still ongoing. They're in a completely protected bubble. You And they all live together. They all eat together. They get tests like every two days. Um, and until they cancel sports, they let them stay on campus. So there's a handful of kids. I think there's between 10 and 20% of the student population all got waivers and they're still there. But everybody else How is, are your numbers? Um, because you were just put back on our do not fly list, <laughs> North Carolina. Uh, it's I have stopped tracking them. I can tell you two things about this. Good. The, Good for well, you. That will help your mental health. Well, I've got enough people who are tracking them carefully. And the reality is the state numbers don't really matter to where we are. Um. Have you heard about the Benadryl challenge? Uh, no. Is this akin to the Will Smith, come on, from Hitch? What's the Benadryl yes. challenge? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I told you we resaw that with the kids. I, I love, love that movie. I'm Now I'm making the pizza. I love in, that movie. <laughs> in Oklahoma. Q-tip. Throw it away. I love him. Okay. Um, and I did the Q-tip dance Um, in Oklahoma a girl died because she was told to take enough doses to hallucinate 12 doses she took of Benadryl and she died in Texas four more were hospitalized for the very same challenge they said it was on TikTok it was a TikTok challenge I I see you I see you posting a lot of TikToks why are you on TikTok no I don't post them I send them directly to you I'm old why are you on TikToks why are you on the TikToks? All right. So initially, I'm on every platform that my children are on because I want to know what the fuck they see. But I do have to say, I got sucked into TikTok. Um, yeah, I TikTok has an algorithm that forms it just for you. So I wouldn't even see what my kids are seeing. So it wasn't really a, a good plan for me to do that, to know what they see. But because right now, my whole thing is... I was really confused by this. I'm going to jump in. Yeah. I thought this whole time you were more concerned. And I think you're probably going to go, yeah, that too. You were more concerned with what they share, not with what they see. They don't share anything. Uh, My son's on Instagram. He has not posted on Instagram. I mean, we, you and I took the kids, where we take them, Harvard? Yeah. Yeah, once, yeah. So MIT, was, MIT, yeah, both. So that was Ethan's, I think he was laying on the sign for MIT or Harvard, and he posted that on Instagram, and then maybe once since then, and that was three years ago? Longer than that, yeah. One of It was so, one of Rocco's early college trips. So, I'll yeah, say about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I remember, I remember a uh, hundred years ago, we went there, we took the kids, my oldest, we were doing some early college trips, I think is what happened. So, yeah, right. and I remember laying on the signs because that was pretty. We went to the bookstore. We went to the MIT Museum. Super fun, gang. So super fun, gang. You should go because guess what? You're not fucking getting in unless you, would, unless you, you were legacy. Okay. I sent you, right, or, well, I sent you a TikTok. <laughs> I sent you a TikTok done, of that, nicely done, that nicely art done. display. Did you see yes, that Yes, I did. Face? I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I love it. I love those kind That's of art so displays. so you. I know. I, I sent those. Amy a picture or a TikTok video of 
a face that was projected. I, I can't even describe it. I'll How help you. you. I'll jump that? in. I'll jump in. Okay. So there are objects that are suspended from the ceiling. Okay. And there you're looking at string holding up objects in a pattern in front of you. So you see a cluster of objects hanging down from the ceiling and the way they're suspended, when you stare at them, they form a face, which is super good. And if you walk to the side, what you see is a bunch of balls or trash or rocks that are hanging from strings from the ceiling. So it depends on your perspective, what and the way that they're hung. When you walk around it in 3D, it's almost as if it morphs into something else. But the only thing that's changing is your perspective on it. So it's and a it's really amazing. cool installation. And every place I go with Amy, we always wind up at a museum. I love and, them. Yes. And and I I learn and I enjoy and I love it. It's one of our my favorite things. I mean. Yes, we eat very well, but she also cultures us to death before we're allowed to eat. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I do love it. And the other one of the uh, one of my favorite examples of that style, and I'll I'll figure out what the name of that style is and share that too. Of that style of art is a, a I guess it's a sculpture where from one angle it's the outline and the complete filled in United States. So the whole thing looks like you're looking at the United States, but then when you walk around it to 90 degrees, what you see, it morphs into a handgun. So oh. it's it's twofold. So that when you circle it, it's the United States. Oh, wait, it's a handgun. Oh, wait, it's the United States. It's a States. political so, statement. Wow. Yeah. And if you guys are still wondering if you've ever seen the movie Mastermind, which is a kid's cartoon with Brad Pitt and Tina Fey and Will Ferrell, the Schulhaus. Uh, there is a giant example of this that is a spoiler for the movie. Midway through the movie, she's hanging up all of her information cop style, like connecting the dots, and she realizes she spelled out the bad guy's name. So just by changing perspective. So super cool in lots of ways. Go do. Yes. Yeah, so I'll send I'll send Amy TikToks like that. But I do like to know what's what's happening on there. My for example, my daughter the algorithm has her looking my daughter looking at all Harry Potter things. I get some <laughs> Hamilton and some sign language things like there. It's. It's a it's a really neat platform if they're if you're not giving it any information to steal from you or and they don't really post the thing you need to watch which I can't is Snapchat because that disappears they send it's gone they have I can ask to be put on your private story but that's it that's the only thing that I can watch for theirs well I mean Rocco is uh, he loves to post stuff and it ain't great so his art is very dark. And the, the comics and things that he loves are very dark. And this is another one of those parenting things where I don't even know that I can say out of context. But if you don't know us and don't know him at all, you would see just from his posts and you would think, who is this troubled, crazy person? Right. And the reality is, I mean, he likes Batman comics. He likes comics where they're really, really uh, he likes uh, um he liked Lovecraft before this whole Lovecraft country thing because evidently Lovecraft is one of the one of Dark the fuck. one of the makers of of uh, he likes monsters. Do you know what I mean? He he likes yeah. the graphic look of monsters, and so he likes to draw them. He likes to read stories about them, that kind of a thing. Um, and it's ugh, I don't I don't love that stuff. Well, that's your taste. It's his taste. Well, yeah, yeah but that's the same thing goblin. when he's when he's putting that stuff out there, and you're thinking, oh my god. So that's why I get on there because I'm like, I hate this. 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 Go build a building, please. Go build something else. Make it nice. Can't it be be smiley and shiny, please? His stuff is cool. I think his stuff is cool. Very sweet. All right. I do want to be sure to hit up our last topic and leave a hint of time for it. 
And that topic is back to your Philadelphia team loving husband. And he almost divorced you last week for having a contact problem. Correct. And having an eye issue. Correct. Correct. And you said something that while I was editing it, I thought, wait, what? How did I really not dive wicked deep into the fact that he doesn't eat oranges? Yeah. You don't know this? No. Because, and I think I heard wrong. You must have heard wrong, Grandma. Um, I think I heard wrong. Yes, that was a Fiddler on the Roof reference. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There is a musical in in my head at all times. We're going to have to do some kind of a musical tune-off where we actually try to stump you. But anyway. By the name of Laser Wolf. Yeah, I can't. I can't with, there's always something going on in there. Did I hear that he thinks that oranges taste like aliens? Am I making that up? Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, where to start? Why does he think he knows what aliens taste I've like? Gotten ca- I've, gotten caught, I've gotten caught in this before. My friend Scott McMenemy, 100 years ago, when I was at work, I was rattling off some list of things. You know, can't eat tomatoes because they give you botulism. Can't eat oranges because it tastes like alien skin. Can't do this. And he's like, wait a minute, what? And he stopped me, and that was the first time I realized it was weird because I didn't even think about it. Come on, that is not the first it time. It is not. No, I'm telling you, Scott McMenamin was the first one who told me this was weird, and he laughed his fucking head off. So, <sighs> yeah, it's um, the a little orange segment. He won't. This is my husband again. He won't eat yeah. it because when you bite into it, it's like alien skin. And so he, it's just, that's it. It's full stop. Alien skin. Can you go get him? Like, I don't, I don't know what to say because nobody knows. Uh, all right. He knows. Uh, he, there are things that he knows. He knows that if I wear a contact backwards, I will have a glass eye and a divorce. And if you eat an orange <laughs> segment, you are chewing on aliens. He won't even discuss it. He's like, mm. will he drink orange juice? Yes. Will he eat orange? No, so it's a texture thing. I get having texture issues, but telling me that he won't eat it because it tastes like aliens. Do you mean that? Do you mean that white not the webbing pith. That's between? The pith. That's the pith. Say pith again. It's pith, not the pith. No. I cannot wait to edit this. Stop fucking spitting the on me. The cellular makeup of the wedge itself. When you go. Oh, my God. That's the best part. I don't know what to say to you. I can't help you. I married him. Are I waited for two, uh, longer than two years. I waited two for extra two years. extra years. Yeah. God, it's like being in a cult. Are there other foods that taste like other things that he won't eat as well? I think there was a longer list, too. Bananas used to get a bad rap. No bananas, no beans, no tomatoes, no oranges. Tomato gravy, yes. Banana pudding, yes. Uh, Orange juice, yes. So byproducts of these items, no problem. Beans in any form of any kind, no. I don't know what else a bean would be. This is not like you're drinking bean juice. But there's no beans, no pasta fazool, no nothing. He will not eat the beans. He's a sad, sad person. And he'll eat lots of things, but not those. My sister-in-law makes a um, a soup that is to die for, but she takes that hand mixer you have. Yes. <gasps> to the beans, and you don't even know. I get the whole bean, that texture, the whole thing. Like, I, I can understand. It's texture with him, and I get it. But to relate it to alien skin he's, he's- is... He's it's kind of mental. Yes, a lot of mental. Let's get back. <laughs> let's get back to that hand mixer that I have that was gifted yeah. to me by you. And I've no, only but, recently yeah. discovered how fucking great it is. Because when I first started with it, 
you she sent me one gang with attachments so oh, in a, yeah. so in addition to the <laughs> stick it in the pot and then magically you have some delicious thing that you didn't have minutes ago it also has a whisk so now oh, really? yes so now i don't have to turn into arnold schwarzenegger just make it some whipped cream i can turn this thing on and it goes <laughs> And then magically, it's delicious vanilla All whipped cream. All of a sudden, your egg seconds. whites are meringues. Yeah, we don't do so much meringue here. I'm very impatient, but we do a lot of whipped cream, and it's delicious. I do a nice, I call it Sicilian whipped cream, which is like made up, but uh, it's because uh, the three flavors that you put into the whipped cream, you put in equal flavors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Therese, are you listening? So this you is our put in. Segment. So it's so easy, and it's it's like. Um, uh, it's like Fiore di Sicilia or something like this is the combination of flavors. So I kind of tried to concoct it at home. When you're making the whipped cream three quarters of the way down to the end, you want to add in equal parts, usually like a half teaspoon, maybe a half teaspoon of orange extract, a half teaspoon of lemon extract, and then a full teaspoon of vanilla extract. And you add that with some powdered sugar at the end. And when you whip it all together... You just need to lay on the ground and cry because it's delicious. It's so good. I'll be right there. It's so there's good. There's actually a vehicle. We're looking to upgrade our vehicle. Really? And there's one. Does it have a whipped your, cream pouch? <laughs> there's one in your town, it's, which is the one I want. What? So what is it? What is it? What? 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 It's at our common dealership. It's it's at the one Rocco drives. Oh, I'm drive. sure it's not common. So yeah, so you're you're looking at a, another. So I'm coming down disco. there. What I we're going into Car Town too, and that's the hard part because a good friend of ours is a uh, owns car dealer. owns a car dealership. It's like, dude, come on, no, no, stop, stop. It's a brand that we used to buy and love, but don't buy so much anymore. And now I'm starting to think about crossing over to the dark side. My car is so super disgusting and gross on the inside. Yesterday, I was convinced because we got a loaner a couple of days ago, whatever, month ago, 16 years ago, whenever it was, past, future, present, doesn't really work in COVID. Had this car and the loaner smelled like smoke. Don't they always? It's I not because know. somebody drove it. It's I, somebody who works there. I feel, well, I don't know because we were like, does it smell like smoke or is that like sad new car smell? Is it like new car been sitting smell? Like we were trying to diagnose. It just no, had I this weird, smoke. had a weird smell to it. Then I got my car back and my car smelled like smoke. Yeah, it's the people and who And I got pissed off and I said, you need to call them and you need to tell them because and all the other kids I got in. First of all, and then I was like, is one of you fucks been in here smoking? Because I will end you right now. So then they right. get in the car and they're like, no, it just smells like your own disgusting car. It always smells like this. And I was like, what? No. What? Because no. I don't drive. I've not been in the car, right? So I hop in it and I'm convinced that somebody's been smoking. The kids are convinced it's gross. So I took it to the vacuum place and I vacuumed it out. Sweet Jesus on the cross. I can't even tell you the shit that was in the under seats of this car. Wow. So we don't know. I've left all the windows down. I vacuumed it out. We'll see if it still smells like new car. What am I? Heart is smelling? New car smell. That was actually a Seinfeld episode as well. I thought you were quoting <laughs> Princess Bride, and I'm sure that you know we'll end on a high note. You know, I see the I face. do. I, your listener, they're doing a table read to raise money for the Democrats. So it's just fun all around. So they're doing a reunion table read with all of the cast members of Princess Bride. Except for one. Why? Who's the one? Because he's dead. Somebody passed. Oh, Andre yeah. Andre the Giant. Hey, lady. I can't do a good Andre the Giant. I'm not big enough. God rest you. God love you. I passed big. four white horses. Did I do something right? Hey, look. <laughs> it's lady. <laughs>
Hello, oh, Andre. Lady. We miss you so, Andre. So good. So good. A giant in every way. And on that note, so we went from it. a happy. Yeah, so let's bring it way down. We're going to bring it down to the slow jam. Slow jam. Did I do that wrong? I think that's right. <laughs> All right. I need to get in touch with your husband to tell him wah wah about his team. Just kidding. I won't mention that at all. But how could he know that tastes like alien skin unless he's previously tasted alien skin? And then I want to talk about that at length. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you don't. But yes, that's the that's the mystery of my man. He is a mystery. Yeah, I'm going to have to get in touch with him. Uh <laughs> Dear listener, thank you so much for showing up again. You please, please, please reach out to us to trash talk, to share the love, to share. Let's go, Flores! Yeah. Next year, you can start cheering like that again. Oh, you're so terrible. Um, yeah. We are at Listen Brilliant uh, everywhere on all the socials. You can write us, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. We want to see, read, hear all of your words. And if you do, we will read it aloud. We will share and your thoughts. And if you do, we will yes, be grateful. Isn't that enough? Isn't that fucking enough that we are right, grateful? That's right. that's right, damn it. We're interested in you. Don't just sit there and listen to what's happening in our lives. You're very selfish, dear listener. You need to tell us what's happening in your life. We just sit here hoping <laughs> and praying to hear from you. Welcome to this week's episode of All Your Fault. <laughs> Isn't that the bucket I'm going to have sitting next to my mother's deathbed? <laughs> we should get little gold necklaces made. And the yeah. time that you... <laughs> it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> Just say it's your fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a good little necklace. I'm sorry. As opposed to what? <laughs> Badass? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll do better next time. Yeah. <laughs> but make it hard to read. <laughs> That's perfect. Right, right. <laughs> Thank good. you so much. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.